Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Or persons in this newscast are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our other social media platforms. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Are we ready? Always. To Hollywood on Motorcycle Madhouse on iTunes and all major podcasting platforms. How you guys doing out there? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Biker Radio. I'm your host, James Hollywood Machikari, over here on Spotify and iTunes Radio, man. It's a great morning today. We got the Daytona 500 coming up. Jimmy Johnson's last full-time season in NASCAR. Let's hope he takes it. We got a bunch of stories coming up today, bunch of stories, full-packed program of what's going on in the biker scene, as well as gun rights out in Utah, and a weird freak. You're going to hear about that one as well. Before I begin, boy, did I get some feedback off of Season 3, Episode 12 over on MotorcycleMadhouse.com. If you guys over on YouTube haven't seen it yet or heard it yet, what am I talking about? You can't see it when you can hear it. Take it with you. Anyway, got a lot of pushback on that one, and it had to do with uh, the Hells Angels moving into the Michigan. I gave my two cents, and I guess a lot of people didn't like my two cents. I'm this, I'm that, you're dead, blah, 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 whatever. Anyway. Now, the whole basis of my argument is there's a lot of people that say, why can't clubs get along? Well, that story was a perfect example. When you have established, how can I say, regional territory, whatever, where there's been a dominant or dominates for the last freaking how many decades there, and then you have another one try to open up, which I don't think it's going to go too good in Michigan, man. Uh, there's uh, Detroit stuff. Uh, it's just like Chicago and many people, well, you know, they're over there. In Ch- they're not in Chicago. Get that out of your head. They are 30 miles south of Chicago. And I must put out a disclaimer right now because I'm going to get hell for this. I used to be a Black Piston, so everybody knows who I support, but I still try to stay down the middle. And I think, you know, I did stay down the middle in that last uh, op-ed that I did regarding this. But when you have clubs move into these territories, you wonder why there's violence? You wonder. You know, the 90s were pretty bad here in the uh, Illinois area. And I just can imagine what's going to happen out in Detroit, man. You know, I seen a comment, and you know what? They were right. They were big time right. 
uh, about uh, a lot of clubs don't like the 81 just because of what they do. They move into the territory. They think they got, uh, we're the big red machine, and I'm paraphrasing here, and we can do what we want. Well, then when, you know, people start ended up shot or there's bombs going off left and right and people wonder what's going on. So if, there, you know, that treaty in the 60s was broke, don't quote me, by them. So anyway, that's a little history right there and uh, my opinion on the op-ed stuff. So you, you can give me hell all you want, but it's just plain facts. That's a lot of the violence that happens when you move into other people's uh, neighborhood because the Midwest is a lot different than the East Coast, West Coast. It's it's the Rust Belt over here, and you just don't play around in the Rust Belt. You know, people over here don't uh, take kindly to people trying to come in their homes and take it over. So, but we got a lot of news today, you know, uh, the gun rights stuff, we're going to be covering in most of our broadcasts because I believe that is very important. You get them rights taken away, you have no, you know, motorcycle club rights, out the window, free speech, out the window, the whole nine yards. So, we're going to be covering that, uh as we go there was a lot of nra members that is killer man i seen that in the uh, comment sections uh some didn't like the nra because what's going on in the uh top tier of uh the officers running it i have to agree man they need new leadership up there and they need to really get up into the game like uh they did in virginia and uh some other places a lot of members, uh, like myself, again, are getting unhappy with that. So I just went out and got a nine today, too, man. Just went out and got a nine. And I've been looking at a lot of the guys talking uh, about the 8K, so I'm going to look into that as well. But let's get up into the news, and uh, you'll see some freaky stuff on this one, man. Before we get to the freak... Uh, let's go over to uh, Australia. They had an interesting story that really shouldn't surprise anybody, but up to 85% of bikies, and again, if you guys don't know what bikies are, those are outlaw bikers here in the States, apprehended for crime before turning 33. Uh, I believe that would be a given, you know, because you know, the people are a lot younger. Guys my age ain't going to go out there and do something, say, a 33-year-old's going to do. Uh, so anyway, this one's by Lucy Cormack. <laughs> oh man, if you're over on freaking the Madhouse, come over here on YouTube, check her picture out. She seems like one of them studious people, if you ask me. Outlaw motorcycle gangs are one of the most high-profile manifestations of organized crime, with 85% of gang members apprehended for crime before turning 33. Huh. So, outlaw clubs are one of the most high-profile manifestations of organized crime. Come over here to Chicago, and I'll show you uh, real organized crime, or go over to New York City with the five, and we'll show you what organized crime is. Outlaw motorcycle clubs are not at that level here in the United States. Now, of course, I know there's different culture over in Australia, Canada, and I might say Europe, but 
Yeah, nowhere near. You know, when you say organized crime, man, we're thinking the outfit, the syndicate, well, the mob, okay? We use a different terminology here in Chicago. Or, you know, the Russians, uh, you know, the Irish. That's the type of stuff we think of when it comes to organized crime. We do not think of biker clubs as that. A new study by the Australian Institute of Criminology. Oh, we got a bunch of Mr. Wizards telling us what's up. Examines the criminal histories of more than 5,600 known outlaw motorcycle gang members from 39 gangs across Australia. Of the 39 examined, it identified 475 chapters or regional branches, while three-quarters of all gangs were linked to recent organized crime offending. Of course, they got the uh, Hells Angels uh, stuff up right there uh, in that picture. Uh, And it says the report used national data of the criminal histories. Uh, Great way to use data. You know, only 5,669 cases out of how many people? Now, there was actually a study out of Kentucky where it examined law enforcement. Like I always say, I can give you, for every crime that one or two members commit of uh, an outlaw motorcycle club, I can give you three or four. Uh, Leo does it. So that really don't... (laughs) It's all numbers to these academics. They're really not on the street. By matching two data sets from the Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission. Hey, that's like the Chicago Crime Commission here, man. Them freaking wizards. The study found one in four members have been apprehended for recent violence and intimidation offense, while more than 50% had a recorded history of violent offending. Did you guys look at the cops over there in Australia? I'm just saying. Just saying. The Institute found 85% of male gang members born in 1984 were apprehended for at least one offense by the time they turned 33. A separate study of non-member males in the community also born, uh, let's see here, born in 84, found the figure was just 33%. Okay. (laughs) And... Average age of Australian members ranged from 33 to 58, with the younger members more prevalent in larger gangs. Of more than the 100 members, one in three gangs reflected this size. And that is from the Mr. Wizards over at WATODAY.com. Some crap like that. Their newspapers are messed up. Anyway, let's go over to this freak, man. Fake, fake, fake. Sarah Lawrence College dad arrested for running a sex cult out of daughter's dorm room. This by Fox News. The father of a former student at Sarah Lawrence College in New York was arrested Thursday after he was accused of running a sex cult out of his daughter's dorm room. Ah, oh, the medieval stuff I can think about to do on this guy. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Lawrence Ray, 60, 60 years old, my God. An ex-convict whose best man at his wedding was former New York Police Commissioner Bernie Couric. Ho-ho! Weren't we just talking? What great friends that the commissioner has standing up as a best man. 
<laughs> was charged with nine counts of sex trafficking, extortion, forced labor, and money laundering. Authorities said he was arrested at his home in New Jersey. He faces life behind bars. That will be easy for him because if I was the parents, I'd go medieval on his ass. Authorities said at a morning news conference that Ray drained $1 million from the bank accounts of college kids while subjected them to uh, psychological torture. The cult included forced labor, prostitution, and mentally and physically abusing his male and female victims. He's a freak. He was doing both. Freak. Quote, Ray put a knife to one male uh, victim's throat, brandished a knife, and threatened to dismember another male victim, grabbed the third male victim around the neck until he passed out, slapped the female victim, and grabbed another female victim by her head before shoving her to the ground. After enduring Ray's abuse, seven of his victims falsely confessed to having harmed or attempted to harm Ray. Ray, who sometimes recorded these false confessions, then used these false confessions to extort money from his victims. Yeah, hardcore jackass right here. Uh, Ray used fear, violence, coercion to induce one victim then engage in commercial sex acts to repay debts she did not actually owe. The victim worked as a prostitute for more than five, uh, four years while giving Ray the proceeds from her forced prostitution, exceeding more than $500,000. You know, we really got some freaks out in this country. We really do, man. And that, you know what? This is a messed up damn story. You know, ugh. Do something good to them, boys, in the joint, will ya? We're going to go on. Anyway, let's get to our gun rights uh, portion of the show. Utah gun rights advocate, gun control advocates want to fix a problem that isn't there. Again, from Fox News. Uh, ain't it funny that you got all these liberal lefties, socialist communists running around trying to fix something that ain't broken? We got so many laws on the books. But all these people want to do is keep adding and adding and adding to the laws until finally you can have a gun. Guaranteed by the Second Amendment here in uh, the United States. There's a case before the Supreme Court right now. Hopefully they don't chicken out and they actually take up the case. Uh, because it was out of New York where they tried to restrict it to where you can bring it, uh, bring a gun from your house to a, like a shooting range, and you couldn't do anything other than that. They were really trying to hamstring it, and then right away they changed the law because they knew it was going in front of the Supreme Court. That way, you know, the Supreme Court rules on something like that. They open up a can of whoop uh, butt on. Uh, Gun control advocates like uh, Michael Flumberg, as I call it. Mini Mike! Mini Mike, that idiot. He's actually play, paying influencers $150 to say not, something nice about him. Yeah, really, this is what's happening. He wants to pay influencers $150 to say something nice about his ass. He's nothing but a billionaire, but he's trying to tell you you can't have your rights, but he'd have a security detail with M4s. Opponents to a series of proposed gun control laws in Utah say lawmakers are proposing a solution to the problems that don't exist. Quote, in Utah, we have one of the highest rates of firearm ownerships, very, very little restrictions on firearms. 
We're a very permissive state. Utah Shooting Sports Councilman Chairman Clark Epsoin told Fox and Friends Monday, yet we have one of the lowest homicide and violent crime rates, even with the firearm, in the country. So what we're asking for is to fix a problem that isn't there. Over the weekend, he took part in a rally at the state capitol in Salt Lake City with hundreds of other Utah gun rights advocates. And this is because the proposed legislation includes House Bill 109, which calls for universal background checks for firearm purchases, HB 115, where custodians can be found liable for damage caused by uh, someone else using their firearm, HB 136, which would make a criminal offense if a firearm is stored in a place that gun owner knows that a minor or person legally uh, restricted for possessing a gun has access to it and a person is injured by the minor or restricted person who used it. And HB 229, also known as the Red Flag Law, which allows a family member or law enforcement to ask a court to restrain a person who may present a danger to others or themselves from possessing any firearms or ammunition for a specific period of time. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what uh, upsets me is only a couple hundred people showed up. You had over 20,000 over at uh, the Virginia one. And, boy, they're already pushing through that freaking uh, assault weapons ban. They're going to light up Virginia is what's going to happen, you idiots. Anyway, when Childer asked what he thinks about uh, convicted felons potentially using weapons, he answered... Convicted felons can't use weapons. We've already got existing laws. He added, felons can't have firearms. People that make threats with firearms can't own firearms. And you can have them arrested in Utah. So they're talking about people that haven't committed a crime and, you know, haven't threatened anyone. Yet they're so apparently dangerous that they have to remove their rights to own a firearm without even seeing a judge. <laughs> the guy's right. Enough! If you ain't in this fight again, motorcycle club rights ain't gonna be not meaning nothing if they take this away. That's why in all of history, all of history, the first thing the government did was go after the guns. That's what they do. So that is your gun rights section today on the show. Finally, we're going to go back to Australia. Bikies arrested in major police raids across the Gold Coast. we got a lot of news going on over there. A lot of news. Eight people have been arrested following a series of raids across the Gold Coast targeting an organized crime syndicate. The syndicate has been under investigation. Hey, you're taking our words from Chicago to syndicate. I guess, you know, everybody talks about Chicago. You know, it's funny. <laughs> Growing up in Chicago, I know this one. Anybody who's not from Chicago, anybody outside of the country, all that stuff, you can go up to them and say, Chicago, they'll say Al Capone. That's what they do. Serious. More than 100 officers from the State Crime Command Organized Crime Gangs Group. Jesus, with the name. Come on, can't you just say organized crime gang group or something like that? You got to make it sound so, mm, you know, whatever. Uh, they uh, arrested, uh, they went on uh, 15 properties across the Gold Coast. They, they got firearms, including a pump action shotgun, pistol, 
the whole nine yards. And it was funny. I uh, Let's go to this. If you're over on Madhouse, come on over and look at this stuff. This is them arresting. Yeah, they going through arresting everybody, you know. Let's see here. Hey, got him in his Johnsons, man. What the heck? Let's see what kind of... Dude, that thing's like... What? Holy cow, that freaking firearm's like in the 1800s. Oh, my God. They really did take away your stuff over in Australia. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, that is your biker news for this segment. I don't know, man. Seeing that piece... I feel bad for you guys over in Australia and equally so in Canada because you guys got the same rules and I guess over in Europe. How are you going to fight back against your government with freaking guns from the 1800s or the early 19s? My God, man, that, that right there is scary and hopefully you guys here in the States will get involved in this freaking movement. Holy cow. Just seeing them type of guns, it's like, yeah, you had no freaking chance. No freaking chance at all. You know, our uh, dingbat ex-vice president uh, who's getting his uh, ass handed to him in uh, the Democratic uh, primaries, whatever the hell you want to call the socialists, uh, he goes and say, well, it's nice to say about, you know, the the tree of liberty has to be refreshed by bloods of patriots, blah, blah, blah. Well, you, you're not going to be able to beat the United States government with just an AR-15. You need an F-15 with uh, missiles and stuff if you have a chance. You know what? That is full of crap. Full of crap. You know what? What's going to happen if something goes down uh, like a second, uh, you know, play of the 1860s is it's going to happen again. The military will break down uh, through ideology lines and they'll get involved just when and you'll have the equipment and you know it'll be a big mess this is modern man this ain't where the military is just gonna back uh whatever a government official says if it's wrong it's wrong they're gonna go with the constitution defend it and defending the constitution or oath that you took to the country doesn't mean you follow orders that are unconstitutional but instead you stand up and fight for them so that dingbat dude he's like what 80 something years old man what's he even doing running <laughs> but anyway everybody on the left wants to take your stuff away and they can't say they don't look what they're doing in virginia you hand them power they jump right at it and the next thing you know your rights are gone but they'll have these sanctuary cities where they'll give you more rights if you're illegal than you are a citizen just look at the streets of freaking uh California right now they'll spend all that money on illegals but they can't even get their citizens uh, a place to live the help they need all that good stuff but anyway you know that is your news for today don't forget to get over on motorcycle madhouse radio if you haven't got over there listen to the full seasons releasing on uh, Sunday's full episodes if you're on MotorcycleMadhouse.com, get your ass over on YouTube, man. What can I say? <laughs> Facebook, HarleyLiberty.com, all of it. We're all over the place. With that, I'll talk to you guys later. Stay good. Stay out of trouble, which for our kind, it's not going to happen.